Welcome to season three of Tell Your Story, and it's all about love. This season, we're talking to fairly new couples about how they got together and the work it's going to take for them to stay together. So take flight with us and let God tell your love story. Welcome back, tellers. This week, we're talking about another couple from the Bible. And that is David and Abigail. You can find their story in 1 Samuel chapter 25. It's kind of interesting, okay? David had multiple wives. So let me just address this first. (laughs) I do not agree with this. Uh, I don't believe the Lord wanted that. I don't think that was his plan. But that's just what people did. And he worked with people where they were at. Um, but the first statement of marriage, uh, talks about a man leaving his mother and father and cleaving to his wife and that the two would become one flesh. So you can't really become one with multiple people, can you? Anyway, uh, (laughs) so that, that's, you know, take that for what you will. But this story is just really interesting because I I just want to highlight the way that both of them responded to one another. David had been hiding out, had been going to different um, places because he was running away from King Saul. So he wasn't yet king. Um, So he was in this one place where he him him and his men he had some men with them who were fighters and warriors and all of that and they were uh, out in the fields and they were protecting some field workers and so when he got to the place where the guy who owned these field workers who were like the master of these field workers he got to that place he's like hey go ask this guy if he can give us some food and some water and stuff because we protected his men so he goes they go and ask this guy his name is Nabal um, again, it's in First Samuel twenty-five. They ask him, "Hey, can you know our? We're David's servants. We're asking if we can have some food, some drink, all that stuff. He, we help to protect your people." And the guy was rude. He was a jerk. He's like, "No, who are you? Like, you're probably running away from your master. I can't trust you. I'm not giving you anything, you know." And he was just terrible to them. And he he sent them back. So David was angry, <laughs> like super angry he just basically made a plan to go back and and kill Nabal and and his his people like he was just over it but someone went and told Nabal's wife Nabal was married to Abigail and so one of the servants went and said hey your husband our master was terrible to David's men but they were really nice to us. They were good to us. Can, can you do something? Because we're sure that David's going to be really upset. And this could start like some type of war or something. Well, the Bible says um, in verse 18, Then Abigail made haste. And then she made a whole bunch of plans. She made a whole bunch of food. She got all the servants. She put stuff on donkeys. She sent them out. She's like, we got to go and stop David before he comes here to kill people because he's so angry. And so when she got to him, she was 
completely just respectful and kind and apologizing for her husband and she gave him all this food and stuff for him and his men and and she even told him in verse 30 she said um and it shall come to pass when the lord has done for my lord according to all the good that he has spoken concerning you and has appointed you ruler over israel that this will be no grief to you nor offensive heart to my lord either that you have shed blood without cause or that my Lord has avenged himself. But when the Lord has dealt well with my Lord, then remember your maidservant. So her point to David was, hey, you won't have this blood on your hands when you actually are made king. She basically was speaking into his future, okay? She was like, look, please don't do this. Don't come back and retaliate. I know that my husband is a jerk, but don't retaliate. Don't do this because the Lord is going to make you king. And when he does, you will not want this blood on your hands. You will not want this grief. You you don't want to be holding this offense when that happens. And so David thanked her. He was grateful and he calmed down, you know, and he took the food for him and his men and and they were able to go go along. But that night, them all died. Just like had a heart attack or something and died. And when David heard about it, he came for Abigail. <laughs> he was not stupid. <laughs> he said, this was an amazing woman. And so he sent for her and proposed to her and she said yes and went to be David's wife. The cool thing about this, I'm not advocating for somebody's husband to die or or for somebody to to try to break up a marriage and then go get you a wife. That's that's not the point of this for me. The point of this to me, um, typically in the Old Testament. The things that are physical in the Old Testament are spiritual in the New Testament, you know? So the the physical things are pointing to spiritual things for us. And to me, what that is saying is Abigail was loyal and faithful and wise, even though she was in a really tough situation. She was married to someone at first who was just a harsh man who didn't listen to anybody. And it may not even have been her choice to marry Nabal. I mean, we, we have no idea, especially back in biblical times. She might have just been set up to marry him and really had no choice. But even in the midst of that situation, she was still wise. She cared. She didn't take on the negativity of her situation. She didn't take on the bad attitude of her situation. But Abigail was... She was wise and she was kind and she cared about people. And so she responded in that way when something came up and she saw that she could do something about it. And the Lord rewarded her for that. And he killed off, God killed off her bad situation and elevated her into a better situation. So I think all of us can learn from that. It's, you know, because no matter what you're what the situation is, your character and your heart and your attitude matters. 
You can't control anybody else. And that's the thing. So often we give ourselves excuses like, well, if I had a better boss, if I had a better job, if I had more money, if I had this, then I'd be happy. Then I'd be kind. Then I'd be less stressed out, you know, and so I would be a nicer person. Like, no, like none of that stuff matters. Our character is up to us, you know, and, and a surrendering to what the Holy Spirit wants to do on the inside of us. But it's not up to another person and it's definitely not up to a situation. So just for as a wife to be like Abigail and to be kind and loving and still care about people, no matter what kind of husband you have, no matter if he's serving the Lord or not, you are there, you're married to him, you remain faithful. She didn't try to leave her husband. She didn't try to cheat. She didn't try to do any of that. She was trying to fix a situation that he made bad. And again, the Lord rewarded her for that. And David on his end, when you talk about for um, Proverbs 18, 22, you know, that a man who he, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. He found a wife in Abigail. He recognized something good in her. And when he saw that she was available, you know, he took her as his wife. What was it? She spoke into his future. She's like, I know the Lord is going to make you king over all Israel. I know he will. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty amazing to me, the way she just spoke to him. And But it was all in honor. It was all in respect. And she cooked a whole bunch of food. I mean, that, you know, I don't know if that mattered to him or not. <laughs> you know, that that may have been something too. But he recognized different things in her character that he was like, yeah, I, I need her in my life. You know, and just as a man to see certain things in women to go, yep, I need that. You can recognize a wife before you make someone your wife. You see wife in that woman first. You know, he who finds a wife. You find a woman as a wife before you ever marry her. You see those traits. You see those things. The Lord can point those things out to you. So that's what I think about David and Abigail. Just who they were really before they married each other. And that they were able to come together off of their character and off of what they saw. So, yeah. (laughs) It's really exciting that we get to read these situations and learn from them and, and make better decisions for ourselves. So, thanks so much for listening, Tellers. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for commenting. Any interaction with Tell Your Story is much appreciated. Until next time, bye.